Good ladies and gentlemen, my name is Samuel at 64 and I'm joined alongside... Hi, I'm Michael from Team Eruption. Hi, I'm Will from Team Aftershock. And I'm Anderson9132 from um, Warwickshire. <laughs> and welcome to the Robocast, uh, the review of Robot Wars Heat 2 of Series 10. Um, it feels like deja vu, you know, we only had you two on, it feels only like a few weeks ago that we had you on for the grand final. Um... It's it's kind of strange that the what was your reaction to the draw when you guys saw that you were together and then obviously that you saw you with Carbide. Well, I mean, I, I found out uh, travelling up to Glasgow actually it was Michael that told me, All right. and at that point we thought, no, oh, let's just turn the car around and go home then. Just <laughs> <laughs> take scenario, I think. I mean. I'm sure deep down, both of you wanted to beat Carbide because of for beating you last series. Well, yeah, but not enough to get it in the hate. <laughs> yeah, I think you both have to avoid it for as long as possible. <laughs> which is which is fair. I mean, I can understand that. I mean, you know, and then obviously fighting each other in round one. I mean, you you guys obviously have fought endless endless times on the live circuit. Obviously, you fought last series as well. I mean, knowing that one of you would be going out in round one. I mean, obviously, the format permits, you know, you come back in, so on and so forth. Was that kind of strange for you guys? I mean, um, yeah, it, it was and it wasn't really, because, I mean, we're so used to fighting each other, okay, with different machines, but uh, I know for me, it would have been nice to have fought someone else for a change. Go all that way to fight someone different, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I prefer fighting Manta, it must be said. Like, I come out with a robot at the end, which is normally quite nice. <laughs> it was quite funny, when we turned up, They, we, me and Will had kind of got an inkling we got each other in the heat for a while, mm. if that's fair to say. But yeah. we, didn't, yeah. we, we didn't have a clue we got Carbide. Like, it was kind of at the back of your mind, but we sort of thought, I, a few people had said to me, like, you came top two, they're going to do an Apollo Carbide again and put you in the same heat. I sort of said, no, it would be too obvious to do it again, so I never really believed it. And, and, they've, then, and they've put you both in there. <laughs> yeah. But I turned up at Glasgow the day before, Will, mm. and you, sort of, you turned up, and they'd set the benches out this time, so the six heat robots were all in a row, mm. which is never done before. Before, I'm pretty sure it was just random, randomly scattered across the pits. Yeah. But we kind of figured out what the heats were. So I went up to one of the producers, it's like I said, can you tell me what you... Can you tell me what the heat is yet? And I said, no, 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 we're not supposed to say. Everyone's here, we're not supposed to say. And I like, said, come on, you put us on a bench next to Carbide. Like, if you're going to give me this heat, at least let me know. And they go, yeah, we're calling it the heavy hitters heat. You're, that, that sounds really good, doesn't it? I'm like, yeah, great. So I called Will to get the bad news. And then Will grabbed the beer and then just thought, well, that's the end then. <laughs> yeah, Will, cr- Will cried the whole way to Scotland. Oh, that's that, really. Um... Oh dear me! Yeah. I mean, I have to say it was a spectacular lineup, and I think you know, particularly the first round certainly delivered. I mean, we'll, we'll get to your fight later on, and obviously what happened in your fight later on. But uh, that first melee between Carbide, Gabriel, Gabriel Two, sorry, and Big Nipper. I mean, I'm sure you guys must have seen it in the pits, just like everyone else did. And, and what was what was that like? I mean. Yeah, I mean that it was one of the the best fights I think we'd ever seen while we were there in Glasgow, and the, the whole atmosphere surrounding that fight was was just brilliant. Mm. I don't think I've ever seen the Roboteers get more into and more involved with a single fight. And uh, yeah, I think the feeling was that it was a lot closer 
than it was made to appear as well, I think. Yeah, I think there was a there was a good proportion of people thought Gabriel might get it. Um, for me, it was pretty 50-50, but it was, I think, probably the best group battle we've ever had. And it gave people hope. Carbide looked so <laughs> unstoppable for the whole series last time, and it really struggled to get past round one. So I think it gave us a glimmer of hope, which Carbide soon extinguished. But for a while, it was nice. It gave uh, us yeah. something. Yeah, I, I mean, Anderson, what did, you, what did you... You've only just seen the episode. What did you reckon? Yeah, it, it was daft. I mean, I thought, oh, you know what? It, it survived Pulsar. It survived Iron Time. This is Carbide. This is completely different. And I was gobsmacked. I couldn't believe my eyes. I was like... And then when the tyre tore as well, when Carbide's tyre tore and he got stuck for that brief period, I was like, oh, my God, this is it. This is how it's ending. This is this is it. <laughs> but but no, it came back and then won. But no, it was it was really really good, and uh, fair play to um again I'm really bad with names. Sorry, uh, Toby is it Toby? Yes. Toby, yeah. Yeah, Toby. Yeah. Fair play to Toby. He did a fantastic job driving uh, there, and he was very aggressive as well. Like he didn't back down just because his wheels were getting mauled. You know, he actually did try, and yeah, it was a, it was a 110 percent effort put in, and you know, fair play to the team and the robot that we're standing it. Yeah, I mean, you know, as I think they as they said afterwards, you know, going three minutes with carbide, as both of you guys found out last series, is nigh on impossible. You know, I think Michael, you came the closest with two minutes, and then you just kind of got it was almost two minutes. Yeah, almost, and, and, and then you just got erased from existence, really, didn't you? After that point, but then you know. And, a credit to Big Nipper as well for staying out of the way, to be honest with you. I have to say. It was the Gabriel's entanglement actually worked. It caught. I was going to say. Around the on Nipper, but it took out the wrong robot. Yeah, I have to say. Like, I, was, I was watching the fight. I, I've watched it over and over again because why wouldn't you? And I was, I was looking at it. I was like, why, why did Big Nipper die? Carbide didn't touch it. And I was like, oh, it was Gabriel hit it. And it just it took out the wheel at the back. It was very surprising for me. I mean. Fighting carbide like that, I mean, obviously they had their problems afterwards, but like, is that the only way you can beat it? Just try and like make sure it dies internally first? Is that the only way you can be- really beat it? Yeah, I, th- I, think... I think carbide's such a tough machine, and it's so well engineered that you kind of just need to wear it down. I don't think you can really smash it. You just have to allow it to get so many hits in that something starts to wear out internally, and I think Gabriel did that perfectly. It's such a tough machine. And I don't think it gets enough credit for just how tough it actually is. To go and stand up to Carbide like that for three minutes is uh, pretty incredible. Yeah, I think, the, I think the, trick, the trick with Carbide, for the most part... <clears throat> I mean, Gabriel came very close, but while Gabriel's still, um, when Carbide's still spinning, it's going to win. There's not a huge amount you can do to it. I think that's why they got the decision in the end, because Gabriel did an amazing job surviving, but Carbide still probably got the most hits. But I think if Gabriel had got them maybe not first round, if they'd had a little bit more luck and they got them maybe three, four fights in when they're starting to get a little bit more tired, they could have had it. You've got to stop that weapon. And they were so close with the batteries going. Yeah. If they got Carbide in the heat final or the group battles of the final, I think Gabriel could have taken them. It was it was an amazing spectacle. You know, I, I love me some Gabriel slow-mos. I mean, no disrespect to either of you two, but Gabriel is my favourite modern robot for a reason. And, you know, the, those slow-mos that were getting ripped apart by Carbide is just some amazing stuff. But, I mean, ultimately, Carbide just going through round one. Big Nipper and Gabriel will see later on. And, and now we turn to you two. Will, 
you really don't like this arena very much because every series you like you're involved in a fight that ends up breaking it, don't you? <laughs> yeah, we're making a bit of a habit out of doing this. <laughs> I help. I'm repaying it for damage we had in series eight thanks to Carbide smashing the arena. If they'd called to cease then, we might have got away with it. So uh, I like to think I'm just repaying the arena for that one. <laughs> I was going to say, Michael, your sh- the shot with that aftershock just perfectly hitting the wall. I mean, that was. You couldn't get any more on it if you tried, could you? Really, it was it was great. <laughs> Not really. It was just I don't think I even planned for it to go out. It was just sort of like a like aftershocks in front of me. Oh my god! Oh my god! What do I do? He's going to tear my flipper off, sort of thing. And you get underneath it and you flip, and that's how it went, really. But I think it's fair to say nothing in that melee was really planned. It went it's uh, turned chaos a bit. So and... I have to, I have to ask. Okay, I, I know it's all kind of a blow during the fight, you know, it's, it's kind of difficult to remember in the heat of the moment, but like, did you all just kind of back off a little bit and then Michael just kind of, I, I just kind of waltzed through and just kind of chucked you out? Is, is that how you saw it? <laughs> um, well, for me, all I had in my ear was my dad telling me to stop and go CCCCC. So it was kind of a, well, what, you, as soon as that happened, I wasn't really paying full attention to what was going on. So I turned the disc off and I remember sort of turning around to reverse up to the wall where the house robots load in thinking all oh, right we'll park up there and then the next thing you know you see the robot flying through the air <laughs> and kind of think, oh that happened <laughs> the first thing i did was turn around to my dad and i said a few choice words towards it not broadcast of all this time unfortunately but uh <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. and i'm glad they didn't show those but they probably couldn't actually <laughs> I wouldn't then... mind hearing what it was, later, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, like, you know, as, and then, Michael. I mean, are you, are you going for the record of most out of the arena flips at this point? Because uh, you've, you've, you've got um, quite, you've got quite a few. Yeah, I think we're on. I don't, we're on seven. Or I don't know how the count. I was say. My, my yeah. query is: Do you count crackers and smashes two or one? Because it's it's That's one entry, isn't it? It's. Well, Robot Wars, tweet us, let us know if it's two or one. But um you know, it's it's impressive the fact that you know, when when I think you when you first came on you said, you know, you obviously got Terra Turtle out in series eight, but you weren't really sure how easy it was gonna be. And you seemed to do it easier than most others. Is is yeah, there I mean, a, is there a secret to it? <laughs> I think just It depends what fight you go into because some fights, like the Big Nipper fight, I kind of gave up on getting them out of the arena pretty quick. So I tried pushing some them to the wall, and they were just too... They were too good at driving off the flipper and making it difficult to get them out. So some fights, you sort of give up on it and just go, I'm going to get a judge's decision. With something like Aftershock, or any sort of really, really nasty vertical, you've got to... Like, I was, like if you go three minutes Aftershock, you're going to get a big hit. So you've got that. It's your only real chance of surviving the fight on skates. We got quite lucky against Nipper that his forks all got bent up and we survived. But other than that, you've kind of got... It's your only real chance to get through that bar, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I know a lot of people aren't too happy that, you know, you go at the Cherub fight and stuff like that. You go straight in, throw them straight out. But it is the best way to get through. So it's kind of a tough one. Some fights you go for it. Some fights it's best not. Mm. Whenever there's a really dangerous weapon in there, you've got to go straight for it. I can I can understand that you know so obviously it doesn't always work out we've we've seen that before but it, you know 
it, it's a way to it's the way to win, and you know, and uh, it, it did did good for you this time. You know, you, you took very little damage in round one. You went through. Will you now have to fight the the resurrected Gabriel? I mean, again, you fought them endless times on the live circuit with with Manta, and I'm, I, I've I've heard it's a right pain for flippers to fight. Yeah. So, it, so, so, so how how happy were you that you know with a with a big disc you could you could finally wreak some revenge on on Gabriel that's you know it's such a pain for flippers to fight. Yeah, I mean on the live stack it, it's nigh on impossible to do anything with. So to get the chance with aftershock, I mean I um when I first built Inertia the featherweight one, mm. my first fight was against uh, Seraphim, which was basically the mini Gabriel that they had, mm. and that fight went pretty well for us. We managed to hit the body and take the link out. So it was sort of that fight that scaled up gave me a bit more confidence, thinking that we're one of the few spinners that can actually go and hit their body. And we, we did a bit of measuring up before the fight and realised, yep, we can definitely hit them. So it, it was, we were probably one of the best equipped ones to take them on. So, yeah, we felt quite happy about going in with them for that one. I mean, you did get a bit snared up halfway through. I mean, was how, how bad was that, or was it not, not the case in the end? Actually, their entanglement uh, took out our weapon motor in the end. Oh, really? Everything was so tight after that fight. We we couldn't actually turn the disc by hand. It had completely locked the thing up. And by the time we'd removed, I think we had about two meters of rope wrapped around our disc. <laughs> by the time we took it all out, Jesus. And uh, yeah, it just cooked our weapon motor. So it, it had that fight gone on for another thirty seconds or so, we'd have probably lost our weapon entirely. Probably in a great big sort of fireball, and they'd have probably had it. That would have been pretty grim. That'd have been, you know, goodbye arena. Um, Anderson. How does it feel? How does it feel, Will, just quickly, knowing that you could actually KO Gabriel and Carbide couldn't? It, it was uh, quite nice on a personal level, just for all those times we got smashed by Gabriel on the live circuit. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, we do get on very well with Craig and, uh, and the kids as well. So it was kind of a... A double-edged sword on that one. It was nice to beat them and know that we could beat Gabriel, but at the same time, we didn't really want to knock them out. Uh, you know, I, I think... I, I mean, particularly after that first fight, you know, I, I kind of felt bad that, that Gabriel was in this, this heat, really, because seeing the potential that it... Obviously, you know, a lot of people know the potential that it has has got to cause problems in, in you know, later on in the competition, but it's, it's just such a... It's such a shame to lose a, a, such a good robot so early... I think you know, it's it's. I mean, uh, can you be any unluckier, really? Like you, if you were to write down your like nightmare draw, they got carbide first round, then aftershock. <laughs> it's, much worse. it's it's not great, and, is and, it really? And they still put, then they still put up an amazing fight. So like, mm. they yeah, and any other heat they could have done really well, and they did really well in this one. So I mean, fair play, really. So all those all those nasty people. Yeah, all those nasty people last year that said Cherub didn't deserve it, you know, you can leave it alone now, okay? They've had their, they've had their beating. It's the, the, you know, Gabriel put up a good fight, but it, it got it got annihilated. It was it was nice to see that you know it, it did still work for the most part, and you know, it obviously still works today. Um, moving on, the biggest. I think is this the biggest hit ever from a yeah. from, from a disc? It was this was crazy. I know it's. I think is it is it sixty kilos um, smash. Something got on those weight limit, isn't it? So it, yeah, it's 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 fair. You know, it's it's half a, a heavy, but it's what a hit from Big Nipper. I didn't expect that. 
Well, if, if you think a 60 kilo robot's hitting the roof, that means on the same hit, it could be, what, throwing 100 kilos over the big screens? Yeah. And nobody else has ever done that, so... It's, it's, it's the, the biggest yeah, it's, it's, it's like, the, the only thing that, to me, comes close to it is Matilda flipping nuts out last year. But that's Matilda who weighs 300-odd kilo and has a massive, massive disc at the back. Big Nipper's got... No, 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 Terahertz had a good flying lesson from Aftershock. It, it, it did. It, that's a very good point. That was a bit of help from the forward there. <laughs> I'm a, you know, not, not, not take anything away from, oh, from you, yeah, Will, yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. you had a little bit of a helping hand. Um... I just thought, what an amazing spectacle. I mean, the fight itself, unfortunately, kind of fizzled out quite quickly, but it, it just, the sheer power of of Nipper's weapon, I just didn't, you know, I know that they're fantastic engineers and they've built a wonderful robot, but it's just, the scale of it's kind of crazy. I mean, yeah, yeah I, I mean, Nipper's disc is, it's equally on par with ours that we had definitely last year. It's probably up there in terms of raw power with the one we had this year, and... I think the main problem they had was just getting it to engage. And I think they proved in this fight, as soon as they get a hit like that, which properly engages with the other robot, I mean, it's just a huge amount of energy being transferred to make that robot hit the roof like that. So it's, uh, yeah, so impressive. Mm. And they took out a few lights as well, which is always good fun. It was nice that they finally proved what they can do. They had a a really not... They changed a lot of stuff for Series 8. It could have done a lot better first time we saw it. It didn't get back in. Then they went in the group battle, got taken out by some entanglement in like 10 seconds. So it, they've not really, until this fight, they've really not shown. Like we've all known back, we've all known as the teams backstage what an amazing machine this is, but they've not had a chance to show it until mm. now. And there's loads of people predicting this is this is the heat of the big three eruption, carbide, and aftershock, but. Big Nippers as good as all of those, at least. So, that's a really serious threat. Yeah. Anderson, anything to add? Um, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, it was it, it was good. Yeah, I I liked that big hit. I mean, I I admit my chin hit the floor with that one. I was because I, I I really will admit I underrated Big Nippers. I didn't think it think it was that good. And well, I'm happily happily hit my own words really when I saw that hit. I mean, it was ridiculous. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, fair, fair play. Yep. And uh, sadly, uh, how how high do you guys rate Crackers and Smash? Like, as as a cluster bot today, how how high do you rate it? It's very well built. Um, and there's always going to be a limitation as to how effective a cluster bot can be. Hmm. But like, there's I'm, I would struggle to think of a way in which you could see a cluster bot dominating in the same way Carbide or Aftershock would. But I think for what they are, they're incredibly well made. They, well, I mean, they showed last time they could take a few hits from Carbide, they kept going. Yeah. And they uh, took quite a few hits from Aftershock and our group battle, which I think quite a few got caught, and they kept going through that. I believe. Squashed by Killalot, still were. Yeah, squashed by Killalot, got thrown into the roof by Nipper, and I think wasn't even that looking that bad afterwards. So, <laughs> build quality is really good, but a cluster bot's always going to be a bit of a limitation. But in terms of what they are, they're really good. Yeah, yeah, well, I, I agree with uh, Michael on that one. I think as a, as a cluster what goes, that's probably getting towards as good as one could be. I just don't think necessarily they'll that a cluster what could be quite as effective as just one single machine. Yeah, okay. It's it's food for thought. You know, maybe one day that'll you know some new technology will come around and cluster bots will be the way to go. But 
until that day, Crackers and Smash head out and uh, Big Nipper goes through and uh, Will has a, a date with Destiny and a rematch with Carbide, which I'm sure you, you must have been really looking forward to. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course, of course we're always thrilled to come with Carbide. You know, this is now every every series now you fought them. Yeah, I'd, I'd have really loved to have had a break. <laughs> at least one would have been uh, would have been nice. And I mean, you, you had your well, so what was the difference between your your special carbide bar and your your regular bar? Is it was there much difference, or was it just the just the fact there's one toothed? Yeah, I mean, this one was the one tooth uh, bar as well to try and further minimise the chance of them hitting it mm-hmm. uh, before we hit them. And also this one was thicker and heavier than our other bars. This one's about 18 kilos instead of 14 we had last time. Mm-hmm. So it's packing a little bit more power as well. But, uh, yeah, it was it was still going to be really tricky to beat Carbide, even with that setup. Yeah. I have to say, at least from, from my, like, from a, a sort of neutral perspective, you have to say that at least it was a bit of a better fight this time rather than like, you know, it was, I think pretty much one hit last time and you died or the weapon died and then, and then that was it. This time at least, you know, you did get a couple hits on Carbide yourselves, you know, you took a nice chunk out the front and, and the back. Yeah, I mean, at least coming out of this fight we felt like we'd done a little bit better getting a couple of hits on them. Yeah. Um, as soon as we watched it back we realised that pretty much the first hit actually took out one of our drive motors again so it was still, it still wasn't as good as it could have been. And I think our biggest regret looking back is we actually went into that fight 15 kilos underweight by the time we changed our bar. Oh, wow. And had we had the time beforehand to really think about it, we'd have actually layered up the armour on it and just completely tanked it out. And then... I think Will's dead. Carbide Carbide has killed not only Aftershock, but also Will. (laughs) Will, are you okay? Can you hear me? Yeah, you're back now. Oh, there we go. Oh, good. Good. It's not our day, is it? <laughs> for, for the record, viewers, this is this has taken a night. This has been a nightmare to do. Michael's had problems. I, I've had problems. I just need a, I just need my bed to be honest with you. Anyway, we'll, we'll move on. It'll be fine. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, yeah. So, unfortunately for Will, Will got beaten by Carbide again. It's it's it's. it's, it's, it's it's yeah, <laughs> you know it's 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 pretty sad, but it's it happens to us all, I suppose. Um, and now Michael has a has his own fight with Big Nipper. We, we, how cagey were you going? Having just seen what it did to Crackers and Smash, were you a bit more apprehensive going into this fight? Uh, I, I think the term is bricking it. Come, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Come on. yeah talk, we, talk we were really scared of nipper um we got we actually got really lucky in the fight because we've got one flip on it and it landed straight down into the floor and their forks bent up Mm. and those the forks they put on it they called them the eruption forks and they were razor sharp if i'd gone head on with it at the start of the fight i would have gone straight into the weapon and and that would have been yeah that would have been game over i won't be getting under them again i would have been pretty screwed then Mm. so what they actually did was they swapped out this fight they've got in all the other fights you saw them, they've got solid titanium forks. Mm. But the fight against us, they swapped them out for aluminium ones mm. with a big titanium that they'd screwed on the front. And these were a lot sharper, they were a lot lower. But they were just a bit weaker. And if 
I would have looked at them and said they'd be absolutely fine, but I think they must have just got one wrong landing and they bent up and that was us kind of okay for the rest of the fight then. But if that hadn't happened, I think you could have probably seen a nipper carbide final. Or it, that definitely could have happened. So we got quite lucky there. It, it was quite a cagey fight. I mean, Big Nipper seemed just like from, from externally, like sort of just run away for the whole fight, and you chased them down. But I, I think that was their really their only option because there was no way they could really gain a purchase on on the front of you guys, and you weren't exactly going to show your back end to to Big Nipper just to hit you. So it, it was a case of they had to wait for you to make a mistake, which you didn't do. Yeah, well, as, as soon as their, their forks had gone, they weren't going to get a hit on us head-on. <clears throat> so they had to drive around the side. But, yeah, I think just just keeping the front pointed at them and just... I kind of gave up pretty early on getting them out of the arena. Like, that was that, that's my tactic. Everyone knows that's my tactic. And against something as dangerous as Big Nipper, that's what you go for. Mm-hmm. Going into that fight, I was thinking, if I don't get them out in a minute, I'm going to take a lot of damage here. But we got that stroke of luck, and the sort of tactic quickly changed to, okay, I can control them pretty easily. I can mm. just keep on flipping them. That's probably the safest way to win. But yeah, they they had to drive around the side of us, get a big hit on the side. But and they did. They got <clears throat> they got us on the side pods. Yeah. But we but we'd made for this series new side pods which were HDP. They were thirty mil thick. Mm. So what that meant was where it's hitting, it's not it's got something really soft that it's just sort of like chewing through, not getting a big engagement. So that's what saved us there. If we'd had the if you saw on our fight against Will last year, we pad on the big eight mil thick, what are now the big horizontal spinner pods. Right. But that's hard. So if a vertical spinner hits that, they get a big engagement that twists the whole shell. And after our fight against Aftershock last year, we were in really bad shape. So we changed that up, and I think that's another thing that saved us here. Really, they work really well. Hmm, that's pretty... so. Basically, what you're saying is Will cost you the final last year. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, I think <laughs> Will definitely didn't. No, we like we nah. we limped in like it nah. was. No, nah. I'm sure I probably story before. It took hours and hours and hours just to get moving to go in, and even then it was the front end was like two centimeters off the ground. Like, yeah, even if I got around the side of it, I probably wouldn't have got under him. So, <laughs> no, we wanted to avoid that, so made yeah. some changes. That's, I mean, it, it clearly was obviously Big Nipper beaten to fight Will, and I think. Will, you fought every single robot in this episode. Yeah, I think we had to go against... Uh, actually, yeah, I think we did fight all of them, actually, yeah. Which is was, uh, quite a cool thing, yeah, but I mean... We didn't really any of them, really, did we, apart from Gabriel? <laughs> I mean, talk us through the, the big the big Nipper fight. What was what was the tactics going into that? Well, with Nipper, we knew that the chance are, if we had one decent hit somewhere along one of the sides, because everything's so precisely machined and so tightly packed that if we could just misalign something by even just a couple of mil it would probably cause some severe damage some lock, like lock up a drive or something like that hmm. however we still went in with the, the bigger disc and it was the drive was still very very twitchy as soon as we tried to turn it would just start lifting one side off the ground and that was all that uh, Big Nipper needed they could then hit us head on without worrying about us getting underneath them and that kind of set the tone for the fight, really. Like, with, is is there a point when you know, obviously, for TV terms, bigger is better. Is there a point where it becomes too much, and you just basically have to think more control than power? 
Yeah, I, th I think we've we've reached that point now. I mean, I think the big nipper fight really highlights just how dodgy the control actually was. Because mm. I think you see that most of the fight, the front of the robot isn't level on the ground. And because it was very sort of close quarters, we were always trying to get round the side of each other. We were constantly trying to turn and get the upper hand. And I just don't think we had the setup right for keeping it level. Had we maybe gone for the lighter disc or one of the bars, we'd have been running a lot more flat. We might have had the chance to get round the side and give them a good hit. So, yeah, I think bigger wasn't better this time. Mm. Anderson, anything to add? Uh, I, I I like this battle because whilst it was quite short, it was very tactical, and uh, it was it was short but sweet. And obviously, I'm gutted that Aftershock didn't make it through to the grand final. But um, so this, yeah, this, this is the first it, time. I played a big nipper though because I I I did not rate Big Nipper at all to win this match. I'm, I'm no offense to the team or anything, but I I thought Aftershock would get a good hit on the side, probably take something off of it, probably give it a few more hits and win. So fair play to them. They stood their ground, they worked their hardest, and they got the job done. And as a, yeah, well, this is the first time since Robot Wars has come back. You're not in the grand final. Yeah. Well, we decided this time give someone else a chance. Ah, obviously, oh, obviously, 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 yeah. obviously, no, obviously. I mean, given, given the heat that we were in, uh, we thought we'd be lucky if we even made it into the ten way. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't think there's any shame in losing to any of the machines that are in this episode. They're all a uh, all very, very good machines. Um, where does Aftershock go from here, or or is it is it a new robot potentially for the future? We're sort of in the middle of deciding what we're going to do with it. We're going to get Aftershock repaired and uh, try and take along to some of the Extreme Robots events to try and just get it reliable and get it running. Mm. We've got several ideas for what we'd do going forward. Um, I don't really know which route we'll take. I, I think if we do it again, it'll most likely be with Aftershock, but with some heavy upgrades to make it a bit more reliable. Fair enough. I mean, you know... I, we, I, no. Sorry, go ahead, sir. I mean, I was going to say, we all, we all know that a bum axe would be superior. Ah, uh, stick, stick a bum really? axe on it. Yeah. That's where we're going that, wrong. That, that, that'll do it. It'll stop you from getting stuff on your back then, you see, like what you did this time. So... Guaranteed victory. Yeah. Faultless logic. I think that's that's a winner. Well, <laughs> if, if 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 I see you turn up, you know, if, if we see you turn up, it, it, you know, series eleven, series twelve with the bumax, we we all know who to thank here, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we know it's started here first, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, seeing as though Will had his beatings from Carbine, it's now Michael's turn. You know? My turn. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like a isn't there? It's just like a queue of people waiting <laughs> to have their experience. We've had it three times now. We're used to it. <laughs> used to the funeral march by now. <laughs> I have to say, you know, it, it was kind of, this. This fight was kind of sad. Like the whole heat was, you know, kind of action packed, and then and then this this heat is just like this final fight. It was like one hit, and you drive on, went on the one side straight away, and I was just like, oh, that's it. <laughs> I was so I was so disappointed. Yeah, it was a bit gutting, really, because in general the robot was better. We'd we'd got it right to fight Carbide, really, or a lot better than it was last time. If you watch the fight, mm. the front where Carbide keeps hitting it mm. actually doesn't really take much damage. Ah. It's just got. I and mean, I'm not saying I thought we would have won. I think that's still a long shot, but I was hoping we'd do a bit better than that. Yeah. 
Um, I think, like, I don't think we were. I think maybe unlucky in a way to get that one glancing hit on the side. As like, it was probably going to happen at some point, but to get it so quickly yeah. is a bit gutting. But you know, what can you do? It's yeah. I mean, fighting car as as you both know all too well at this point. It's just it's just like it's potluck if you don't get hit with the, with that glancing blow early on, as you say. And you know, I think it was it kind of. It's kind of sad that the heat final, you know, obviously last week's heat final was spectacular. I think everyone could agree there, but like, and this one was just kind of like one hit, and then it was one and done. Really, it's it's, it's a bit of a shame, but that's the way it goes sometimes, isn't it? Really. Yeah, I mean, we made a mis- the, the mistake we made in a way was after the last series where Carbide kept cutting through our sides where the panels that hold the wheels on. Mm-hmm. Last year, what we had was we had the original four mil panel, which has been there since. It was first built, and we welded an extra layer of three on, so it was seven in total, but two layers. Mm. And we thought that made it a bit weak. Carbide's cutting through that a bit easy. So what we did then was we swapped it this series to a solid piece of eight mil, right? The sides. So it was a lot tougher. We thought, okay, maybe if carbide hits it once, we might get away with it now. What and... actually happened was it meant it couldn't cut through the panel. It started a really good go. It shattered part of the panel off but it just decided to break all the welds instead because the panel was stronger. <laughs> now the welds are next weak point. And the whole panel came off. That's exactly what we wanted to happen, really. It's, I mean, in fairness, it did its job. It, it just did its job too well and then well, something else gave way. Well. <laughs> <sighs> One day, Carbide will be beaten. When wrap it... it in bubble wrap. Wrap it in bubble wrap. Next time it'll work. <laughs> Maybe we might stand a chance. I know what to do. <laughs> Take a banana, inflatable banana, and you'll be set. <laughs> yes. Heavyweight size inflatable banana. Cover, cover it in polka dot fur. That stops all spinners. It's true. It's true. Maybe one day. But anyway, it means the carbide wins the heat. And Michael, you go into the uh, the ten way with currently so far big <laughs> nipper, big nipper Apollo and Sabres. I mean, obviously you'd seen those three go in. Who? Was was there a bit of bit of fear or a bit of excitement more for the ten way? Um, a bit of both. Like there's <laughs> obviously red. You've you've already seen Sabretooth go in. That's a nasty spinner. Big Nipper can be a nasty spinner. We don't know which weapon it's going to use yet. Um, like there's a big like you tactic. The, the spinners are the thing that worry me. With a spinner, you've always got to keep them head on. But in a ten way, where's the front? They're going to. So, but I go, I go in with this. I take this fight seriously. I want that spot in the final. So, we had a plan. Um, whether it went right or not, you'll have to wait and see. But it was an epic fight. Is the only spoiler I'll give. It was a did blood. It involve flipping, did it involve flipping robots out of the arena? I can't I mean. possibly say. I mean, what do I normally do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to say, it's, it's been. An absolute pleasure to have you, you both again. It was, it was regardless of the somewhat anticlimactic heat fire. I think you know this was, this was a right. I tried for you. I, I, I know, I know you. I know you would, you would have done it, done better if, if your, your panel hadn't, hadn't bent in. But it was. It's, 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 it's blown off. It's, 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 it's one of those things. You, you, it's, there's not much you can do in, in, in against that, that machine. I'm not going to even call it carbide anymore because it's, it's, it's just bringing up bad memories for the pair of you at this point um, ha- I mean th- thank you both for 
for making it such an amazing spectacle. And you know, thank you once again for joining us. It's it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Not a problem. So, all that remains to say is uh, I've been Samuel at sixty-four. I've been Anderson nine one three two. And we will see you next week. And we might even see uh, a certain Mister Thomas next week representing another team. But uh, we'll we'll get to that uh, when we get to that for Heat Three of Road War Series Ten. Bye bye. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Sam Elliott, 64 and I'm joined alongside. I'm Michael from Team Eruption. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear <laughs> me. You, you first. I'm just, I'm just the fat, fat in the background. <laughs>